It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, folks. Welcome to FBC Radio Live. It's Tuesday. It's January the uh, 12th. January the 12th. That's right. I don't have my watch on. I'm putting it on right now. Getting everything going right now. Just got out of the shower not too long ago. Trying to uh, get myself all together as we try to throw this show together. Kind of last minute. No, this is this is Tuesday. We have a lot of fun on Tuesday. And uh, mostly because John Savichetti joins us. And, and Mike uh, gets to rest his voice for the most part. But uh, not so much this week. I'm sure there's going to be a lot for all three of us to talk about. And, uh, look, a lot's happened over the last 24 hours, certainly when it comes to stuff that uh, both my co-hosts and I hold near and dear, and that's obviously the Patriots. So we're going to get into all that, and we're going we're gonna to talk about a pretty important anniversary. But before we do all that, i got I got to bring in my co-host, because I can't do the show by myself, because no one would listen. So without further ado, he is Mr. Rhode Island. He is Mr. Mike DeBate. Mike, what's up, buddy? La, la, la. I'm doing well, bud. I'm doing well. It's a Tuesday morning here, January 12th. Uh, doing as well as can be expected, I guess, uh, you know, under all of the circumstances that the country mm-hmm. has had to go through in the last 11, 12 days. But um, no, it's uh, it's definitely good. And yes, there are some interesting developments, uh, especially over the last 24 hours when it comes to the New England Patriots, but an awful lot still to come in the world of all professional sports. So a uh, uh, new national champion has been crowned. Uh, it's uh, really... Uh, uh, really well i don't know how new uh, you know bama really is to being crowned national champions it's kind of like almost a foregone conclusion at this point every at least every year or every other year but uh um it's uh it, it is it's uh, it's good so uh, let's let's kick it off because i know john is uh chomping at the bit to join us this morning and uh, regale us with uh, some uh, great entertainment and uh, i uh, have to catch up on my sleep not just yeah kidding. of course of course of course no no we i i do i do consider this like a half day for mike for the most part sometimes but um that's not that's not for for not trying i try but sometimes like last week uh right off right off the bat we we kind of you know we kind of figured what the show was going to be about but uh you know 
there is things that we do want to get into, obviously, uh, surrounding Bill Belichick. Um, we know that he was uh, offered or he was going to be presented with the uh, the Medal of Freedom Award, um, one of the highest uh, civilian distinctions, you know, handed out by uh, the, the, the current president, whoever that would be at the time. Um, obviously, something that shouldn't be taken lightly. However, I, I think, and, and a lot of people will agree, except for a very select few that have an agenda of their own, that Bill Belichick did the right thing. And this wasn't motivated by anything other than his own personal beliefs. And and, and look, there were... I'm not going to sit here and name names. We, we're not going to name names. No, uh, I can't help myself. It's always a Seinfeld reference there somewhere. But Absolutely. You know, we're not going to say. Well, here I'll, and... uh, I'll name names. This is all Ned Isaacoff's fault. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. He <laughs> um, <laughs> looked like Trotsky. Good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there there was a select few, and, and and it was obvious. I mean, anyone who has a, a, a fairly intimate knowledge of how the the uh, for the most part, I'm not trying to generalize everyone, but how the media works in, in Boston and everything. There was a select few that, that pretty much had their stories written already surrounding this topic. They they knew what they were going to do. They're preemptively criticizing Bill Belichick for maybe accepting the award, when in reality, if you actually followed the team and didn't have an agenda, you knew there was no chance in hell. That's right. That's right. Vince McMahon. No chance. Well, actually, Vince might have accepted the honor. Let's let's not kid ourselves. But no, seriously, there was no chance in hell that Bill Belichick was going to do this. And if you even thought for a moment he was going to accept this award, again, it just shows that you have an agenda and you were hoping for that because you had a you had a hot hot story ready to go, ready to rip them apart. Because we saw it in their tweets. You know what I mean? There there's there's a there's a difference between saying, you know what, I hope he doesn't accept this award and saying, if he accepts this award, he's dead to me. And then going on and projecting what kind of anger you may have if he does that. Because, again, it just shows an agenda. And, of course, what Bill Belichick did was exactly what I expected him to do. And that was to decline it. Because had he accepted that, had he gone to the White House, he would become one of the biggest hypocrites. And it would be a slap to the face to his players. And anyone who actually knows Belichick knows that that's the exact opposite of what he would do. And and this isn't about image or, or, or a PR thing. No, this is just the character of the person. And, and yes, I know some people don't want to hear it. You know, oh, Bill Belichick, this big meanie. He, you know, he talks mean to the press. Okay, whatever. It, look, look, look at how some of the press handles Bill Belichick. So, um Look, I, I thought he the, the statement he released was was very uh, appropriate, very respectful. Um, again, anyone who knows him knows he has a very high respect for the armed services. He ob- obviously spent a significant amount of time at the Naval Academy as a kid with his dad, uh, so so he knows a lot. And and anyone who's covered this team knows that he has a a, a large amount of respect for the history um, of this country and and you know the the sacrifices a lot of these uh veterans have made all that's all that stuff i mean there's no one that knows more about history in the league probably than bill belichick i mean that's that's who he is 
so to believe that he would again just turn around and slap every single player in his in their face um, after the statements and the commitments that they've made uh, this whole season again that just shows an agenda on your part not so much Belichick's because this to me was was almost as obvious as a Pittsburgh Steelers loss in the wild card round. <laughs> I love how you can just turn yeah. it right into that. No, all kidding aside, folks, uh, my, my colleague was extremely accurate and very eloquent this morning in the way he described that. Anyone who knows Bill Belichick and anyone who's covered him, who understands what is most important to this guy, knows that there was probably little to no chance that he was going to accept this award based on the temperature of the country right now and based upon his own beliefs as well. Look, I'm not going to sit there and put words into Bill Belichick's mouth. He did that. He put those words on the page. Paper. And I don't want to hear this crap about active and passive voice because it's going to make me want to drive my head through plate glass. If you want to get upset with Belichick and you want to hate him, you'll be able to nitpick and you'll be able to just, you know, absolutely delve into his statement and pick out something in there that you don't want to like. But at the same time, always consider the source and consider where it's coming from. And once you do, you'll realize I mean, that that they literally holds... have spin yeah. in their name. Exactly. Their pro- I mean, yeah. they're, they, they're yeah. named after what they do. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, you know, no, it's true. I mean, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, look, the, the opportunity for Bill Belichick to be able to receive the medal of freedom which is not anything that should be taken lightly folks i mean that's not exactly just an also ran type you know it's not this is not publisher's clearinghouse that he won over here that he's (laughs) declining you know i mean this is a medal of freedom it was established by president kennedy in 1963 you said it ian it's considered the highest honor a civilian can achieve in the united states individuals who have made exceptional contributions to the security or national interests of america to world peace or to cultural or other significant public or private endeavors this is someone that served on the president's council for physical fitness and sports and nutrition so Bill Belichick has done, you know, things that would warrant this type of award. And under normal circumstances, he would be receiving it. He would be appreciating it. Uh, he would be mostly praised. There would still be some that would probably still have a problem with the it same, anyway. The same exact um, people that are complaining now. Yeah, I mean, probably. I'd say that's a safe bet. I would. I'd say that's a safe bet. But when you look at Bill and you look at what uh, uh, the statement that he made, I thought his statement was excellent last night. I thought oh, it was I everything I that it needed to be. Um, I I think that it showed true leadership. I think that it showed uh, a, a reverence to the award. Uh, it didn't insult anyone, which this statement did not have to insult anyone to have an impact. I think it had the impact it was desired. The only thing this statement didn't do is feed into, like you said, the agenda driven, mm-hmm. you know, sycophants out there that just wanted to hang on negativity and they wanted bill belichick to deliver them that piece of negativity when he didn't do it all of a sudden the head starts you're rotating around and you're ready to vomit pea soup that's not the way it works you have to be um you know objective you have to understand exactly what he did look at the statement the statement was not um double talk it was not uh you know questionably worded i'm seeing a lot of this pop up and it's not just from one source i'm not attacking just one person here i, I really truly am not no, but at the same time yeah at, at the same time you know just use your eyes use your common sense in terms of what the statement said take it for what it's worth he did not go it was the right decision bill belichick was not coerced into this ian and i can 
tell you from the days that we've covered Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick doesn't get coerced into anything. If no. he believes strongly in something, he's going to do it. He didn't do this simply because, oh, well, I, I don't want the public to be mad at me. He did it because he valued his players over himself Mm -hmm. and to me that's exactly what a coach does a coach mentors a coach gives you um you know a sets an example he doesn't just tell you x's and o's on the field and that's something that i think bill belichick showed last night true leadership and and i applaud him for his decision because it would be a slap in the face to so many players that wear that uniform and go through that locker room and put their you know, their safety and their health and well-being mm-hmm. on the line each and every day to make sure that the team is in good shape. Bill Belichick, definitely, I think he realized that he owed it to his teammates, and I think he did it from his heart. I don't think this was something that came, uh, you know, with uh, the proverbial gun to his head or whatever uh, analogy you want to use. Um, this this was carefully worded, and and I applaud him for that last night. No, and, and, and look, uh, <laughs> You you brought it up. I mean, these people are going to complain regardless Uh, whether he uh, said yes. I mean, he could have issued a statement that said, I decline invite to WH from DJT for, you know, essentially the I resign from NYJ as HC, you know, that that whole deal. He could have done that. He would have been ripped for that. He he puts out an eloquent, well-worded, thought out statement to not only say why he declined, um, people ask, well, why, you know, he doesn't, nece- he doesn't say I decline, just say I decline. No, he does. He he goes into great detail, not only, again, his reverence for the award in general, not, not because he got offered it by Trump. No, he's talking, like we said, about the historical significance of this award that, yes, maybe it has lost some of its luster because of the man in charge now. And that, that's, that's perfectly reasonable. And I'm sure that that doesn't change what the the intent of it has been and and since again like you mentioned it was uh see that's see this is why you're great you bring in it you know you're great for a lot of reasons mike but you brought in some more historical uh uh facts to the discussion here and and as people if you didn't know before it was instituted by president kennedy so uh, again this award isn't meant to be just like handed out uh haphazardly it, it it's supposed to be you know a a, a significant and well deserved honor and you know and and look it takes a lot to decline that and uh, i i think bill um did the right thing i think a lot of people truly believed he would uh because again uh, if if you know bill belichick you you would know him accepting and going to get this award would would just you know that that might really again just be the biggest hypocritical thing and the folks that are complaining about it and i brought this up um you know before we got on the air but you know Always got to bring it back to Seinfeld, Mike. Uh, this is like when Jake Jarmel didn't use the exclamation point and Elaine got pissed off because of it. <laughs> it doesn't change the context of what was written. So-and-so had the baby. Great. Why didn't you use an exclamation point? This is a, this is essentially the same exact problem these people Well, maybe I having. just don't use my exclamation <laughs> yes. points as haphazardly as you do. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, it's Tuesday, which means, uh, uh, of course, uh, John's go- uh, Jeff Sapachetti is going to join us here shortly. Uh, we got off to a little bit late start, so uh, it's going to be, you know, just a few minutes before he hops on. But I do want to bring something else up, because I'm sure we're going to talk to him about that as well, this whole uh, Belichick uh, situation. Um, there's an anniversary today, and there's actually an anniversary yesterday that, that kind of folds into this. And uh, obviously, there's about three things we talk about on the show. 
sports. Well, sports is assumed. Let's, let's skip that. 24, Seinfeld, and wrestling. That's that's essentially the, the, the foundation of the show outside of sports and uh, throw in 80s music too that that's if you if you were going to ask us to describe the show in like five words those are probably the five words that we would describe the show but uh as mike brought up to me prior to the show and 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 as i brought up to him after the fact yesterday was the th- 28th anniversary I almost screwed that up 28th anniversary of the first episode of monday night raw and today today mike it is Yes, that's right. The 28th anniversary of the most despicable act of cowardism ever recorded in history. What a despicable act that was! That's right. Marty Jannetty dove through a plate glass window um, 28 years ago today. It, it was uh, it, it was something, Mike. And I'm so glad that I saw this because this is an anniversary I would have been very upset uh, to have missed, considering, especially considering um, that I had the sound bites already um, in our <laughs> in our uh, catalog for this show. So, absolutely, you know, I mean, look, <laughs> I wanted to be eloquent. I can't be. It's <laughs> what, a, what a despicable act of cowardice! <laughs> it was. It was. It was hilarious. And I mean, you know, you saw it coming. Everybody knew the big split was happening. I remember yeah. being a young kid and watching the Rockers split up. And I just you knew know, he was going to do that. That's <laughs> right. See, see, Heenan knew. Heenan. Heenan had a way of prognosticating the future. Heenan was the first one to call the Hogan turn. Yeah. You know, you see Hogan walking out in WCW Bash at the Beach. But what side is he on? <laughs> you know. <laughs> He just, yeah, Bob, Bobby just was too excited. He just couldn't, he couldn't sit on it. You know, he just couldn't, he, he had to give a hint. You know, he had to throw that out there to make him look like the, uh, the, the that was why he was the brain. But uh, no, great, uh, great anniversaries. And yeah, the Raw debuting uh, was the other one, uh, the Manhattan Center. Anybody goes back and looks at the early days, the what, first few the episodes one, two, three of kid, Raw. <laughs> Absolutely. <forget. laughs> and then and, and you go back, I mean, it, you know, it looked like it was taking place in like an opera house. I mean, yeah. the Manhattan Center is, it's tiered, it's, it really does that's exactly what it looks like and to see wwf wrestling in there was hilarious but uh yeah the two shots that uh heard around the world for wrestling fans everywhere Janetti tried to dive through the window to escape did you see are that? you blind what an act of cowardism <laughs> oh i love it i wish we could somehow resurrect those two and bring them back but we have resurrected someone and that is the uh the uh, resident old guy of the show. He uh, joins us every Tuesday. That's right. He is Mr. John Sapichetti. John, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good morning, guys. I guess we're going to go to the from the sublime to the ridiculous. We'll go from wrestling to what? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady again. <laughs> I, I call for this, and I think that Mike would probably appreciate this. I'm calling for a ceasefire this I- week because Brady and Rodgers aren't facing each other this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully next week they'll be preparing for the NFC championship game. No, I agree. I, I say we save that energy for then because, you know, I, I think we can both sit here and root for that as the, I think that's the best possible NFC championship game. Uh, oh, hell that yeah. We can have, I mean, I don't want to hear about, I, I saw, I saw the saints. I saw their offense last week. I mean, they, they won, but you know, look, I, if I want an NFC championship game, I want Tom Brady. I want Aaron Rodgers. I want the best two quarterbacks, uh, clearly in that conference, in my opinion. But no, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, John. And I agree. Let's we'll have a ceasefire. Plus, I want Mike to actually talk 
this week. <laughs> I don't want him to yes, uh, just sit absolutely. on the sidelines. But uh, we started this show, and and not surprisingly, talking about uh, what I I expected uh, was was Bill Belichick's re- declining of uh, mm-hmm. receiving the the Medal of Freedom. Um, not surprisingly, though, there there is that contingent of media out there that were, were going to have a problem with whatever he did and, and we saw it and, and again it's the usual suspects putting their own quote-unquote spin uh on the whole thing um i would imagine that you are you would agree that i think what bill belichick wrote i think was very eloquent and i i think very appropriate and um there's no hidden meaning to it there's no um failing to to refuse i i think this was a very well thought out and um, well-stated uh, uh, reason as to why he didn't go. And as I told Mike uh, earlier in the show, to me, it was it, it's exactly what I expected. Because if you believed he were he were to do the opposite, it makes me feel like you have an agenda against the guy. And that, you know, that's that it is what it is. But anyone who knows him or at least uh, he, even his harshest critic couldn't sit there and seriously think that he was going to basically turn around to slap every single one of his players in the face. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If what happened last Wednesday didn't happen... Uh, he probably would have gone. Uh, you'd be tone deaf to show up to the White House a week after what we saw mm-hmm. last Wednesday. Although Gary Player and uh, Sorenstam, the two golfers who are, are Trump supporters, did show up. Uh, but again, they're not from the United States. And, and look, as, as great as they are at their craft, they're not quite mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Certainly not as polarizing as Bill Belichick. We know that. And I think, you know, I root for the story. The story of him going there would have been incredible but we would have never seen it because they weren't going to release any video of it any mm-hmm. photographs of it so it would be done you know under the cloak of darkness uh he had to do this because again uh, i think belichick from what we read this year was was all in with his players when it came to social yeah. justice uh and, you know what happened with george floyd back in may and and it continued on throughout the summer I, he supported his players 
And, you know, all things, whether you like or dislike Belichick, we all agree he's a pretty bright guy. Yeah. And he needed to do this. Now, I'm sure there's probably 8, 10, 12 members of the Patriots who are actually Trump supporters. The NFL locker room is a diverse group, right? Mm-hmm. You've got black players uh, from the inner city. You've got black players from rural areas. You've got white guys from rural areas. I mean, plenty of white players in the NFL are Trump supporters. And there's some retired black players that are Trump supporters, uh, one being Terrell Owens. So I think that, you know, he had to handle this delicately. I don't think that the white players who are Trump supporters will be vocal that he's not going. Uh, But the black players may have been vocal if he did go. So he made the right move here. and, And I think it was putting him in a very uncomfortable situation. And look, he the thing I remember of Bill Belichick, and no one's brought this up, in 2004, he supported John Kerry. He's not a political guy. In fact, when I was at the Herald in 2016, uh, some of our reporters did exhaustive work, and he did not even vote in 2016. So uh, I don't think he's a political guy. I think he's friends with Donald Trump, which is cool. Robert Kraft's friends with Donald Trump. That's Look, that's a cool lot of, because a lot of we celebrities heard, were too before all of this. And a lot of people, people they loved him. <laughs> Every rapper loved Donald yes. Trump, you know, until he decided to run for president, and, and yeah. of course have these racial overtones that he certainly uh, displays. So, uh, I, and I, I'll go way back in history. Harry Truman, who's one of our greatest presidents, believe when he was in the Senate, uh, he was pretty close with uh, a um, what they used to call them ward bosses in like Kansas City and in a lot of the old cities, there were some mob connections there. And the mob, the ward boss in in a certain district died. And Truman was told not to go to the man's wake and funeral. And Truman said, I don't care. He's my friend. You know, that's a that's a sign of loyalty. And and it wouldn't have surprised me if if Belichick went because he, he thinks Donald Trump is his friend. He wants to be loyal to him. But I think he's smart enough to understand that the backlash would have been extreme and he he may have lost some of the members of his locker room and maybe, you know, down the road, you know, you're trying to uh, go after free agent players who may look and say, well, the money's the same in new England as it is somewhere else. Do I really want to go through playing with Bill Belichick? That's not the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. They don't have the quarterback they had for 20 years. And Oh, by the way, he's a Trump supporter. So, you know, that, that he's, he's a, he's a bright guy. I think he made the right decision. Yeah. And look, I, I, I don't, I don't believe as much as some people do that, that, you know, look, and I, I've said it already. I mean, there, there's plenty of celebrities now that are, you know, on the front lines of being anti-Trump and you can never talk to Trump, mm-hmm. blah, 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 that were, you know, hand in hand with the guy not too long ago. So um, <clears throat> when he was just kind of a, a joke in, in Hollywood and on TV and everything like that, you know, uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I think people can change. Uh, you know their opinions of people surely based on the mm-hmm. actions of those people, and I, th- I, I, I almost obviously I don't know Bill personally, but I imagine that his opinion of Trump. I don't know what it was prior to all this. Obviously, they were uh, on somewhat friendly terms. He was friendly with Robert Kraft, which, look, I'm not blaming Robert Kraft for that. I mean, he's a billionaire. These billionaires, you know, they they flock together. That's what it is. I mean, it's not. It, do, it doesn't <laughs> mean again. It doesn't mean you know Robert Kraft was you know sitting side by side with Trump while he described all his you know sexual assaults. You know, that's just not that's people make that connection, and it, it it's it's mm-hmm. not appropriate. So. I'm not blaming them for that, especially in 2016, 2015, what have you. People change, and there's a lot of 
people that have changed their opinion of Trump since then. And I think Bill's probably one of them. And I also think that, <clears throat> again, his his level of respect and admiration just for the country, I think would have, mm-hmm. you know, maybe prior to, to what happened on Wednesday would have made him go more so than maybe his relationship with Trump. But we know how it would have been displayed. It would have been he's doing this for Trump. He, you know, he's, he's a supporter of Trump, which as you mentioned, isn't necessarily the case. It's like the people who say, Oh, well, Robert Kraft uh, is a big Trump guy. Well, he donated to his inauguration. And, and as you probably know, John, Robert Kraft is one of the more democratic leaning donors and, and, and of all the NFL owners. So, you know, again, you know how narratives are, they, they don't necessarily need to be rooted in truth. It just, as long as you say it enough, people will believe it. And I kind of think that's what people generally do with the Patriots. And, and in this case, with Kraft and Belichick when it, and, and Brady, formerly of the Patriots, obviously, when it comes to, to uh, Trump. And um, like I said, I just I feel like even had this not happened on Wednesday, perhaps Bill goes. But again, I think it would be more so. And, and you heard it in a statement because he does respect the award, maybe not the guy giving it. But he respects mm-hmm. the honor. He respects the people prior to him that have received it. And I think that to him is the bigger honor of anything, not going and getting a, a, a medal from his buddy. You know what I'm saying? Um, exactly. So, yep. Yeah. So to, to me, I just it, this was an obvious outcome um, because, uh, you know, as much as I don't know him personally, I know Belichick enough to know that this was the move that he was going to make and and why he was going to make it. And I think it was the best move because like you said, John, I think you, you risk much more uh, in alienating your, uh, the people that are against Trump than you are the people that are for him. Because even after Wednesday, some of the biggest Trump supporters in the world are, you know, sitting there saying like, okay, like, (laughs) you know, how much more can I, can I uh, uh, just, uh, put out you know ignore from him you know what i mean and some mm-hmm. of the actions uh that 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 have occurred obviously over the past week has changed that so um, yeah i mean the, the the child the child eventually and and finally burned down the house yeah. you know if you have a child and they continually do things that just make you you know bang your head against the wall and of course you still love them because you they're your child but you know they go so far i mean i i would have jumped off this uh, going back to what he had to say about John McCain back in 2015, oh, that was enough for me to say yeah. this guy's unhinged. But I don't know we don't like to talk policies, but I will say this. I'm going to give you another layup, Ian. Okay. For right. your man Tom Brady, right? <laughs> Tom Brady could come out and say, I can't go to the White House to receive this award. I'm getting ready for a playoff game. And Bill's not. <laughs> well, in, in Tom's defense, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2018, yep, he did not go to the White House. Although people, again, mm-hmm. and, and, and look, uh, I, I think no one talks about Drew Brees, okay? Remember what happened at the beginning of the season? You probably don't because sure. no one talks about it. But people still no, talk about No, no, Brees about... is much more polarizing when it comes to politics. I mean, he, he's a, I'm assuming Drew Brees is a supporter of Donald Trump. Um, and, and so is Sean Payton. Sean Payton said the biggest honor in his life was meeting George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both, you know. Uh, Republicans, which is their choice. I support them. Um, I just don't like Sean Payton because of the way he acts on the sideline. And then I think they were playing the Atlanta Falcons after the Falcons lost uh, the Super Bowl to the Patriots. And he was like, you know, in the face of Matt Ryan saying, great way to close that game out. It's just like, 
dude, you've won one Super Bowl. Yeah, that's exactly. great. You're not, you know, you're not Bill Parcells. You're not Bill <laughs> Belichick. I, I, I don't really like the Saints, and I'll be rooting for the Buccaneers on Sunday. Of course, if the Packers ever lose Saturday night, I may not watch football ever again. You know, so <laughs> you may not ever come on the show ever again. <laughs> I may never come on the show again, and I am damn worried about this game. I really am because. At first, I'm like, great, the Rams. They should be able to handle them. You know, a Southern California team going to Lambeau in 12 degrees with a quarterback with a broken thumb. But that Ram defense is yeah. for real. Not We essentially have the best offense in football, the highest scoring offense in football in Green Bay against the best defense, the lowest scoring defense mm -hmm. in football in the Rams. This would be a great matchup, as is often the case in those matchups. What the Packers defense does against the Rams offense may decide the game. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I think we're all rooting for – Tom and Aaron to face off at Lambeau in about uh, eleven days. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that's the case. And and look, and, and that's the thing to to the point to that point. You know, going back to the Saints, it's like you know everyone again will never forget that for one day, Tom Brady mm -hmm. in 2015 had a Make America Great hat. And then they'll right. sit there and bring up pictures of when he was 22 years old sitting with Donald Trump at a Miss America. It's like what 22 year old. In 2000, whatever, 2001, wouldn't yeah. sit there and be like, oh, my God, I'm sitting at a Miss oh. America pageant with Donald Trump. Like, well, this is the guy from Home Alone, too, you know? So, like, people are bringing this up like it, it happened last week and that he continues to do this. So, um, you know, Tom obviously decided not to go. I think, uh, you know, maybe in the past uh, he, he was obviously more of a friend. Just like I said, just like any other so, uh, one of these celebrities out there that were hobnobbing with him prior to all this and now have obviously mm -hmm. turned on him. And, and, and that's again, that's their choice. And I think it's the right choice, given who he's he's turned out to be. Uh, but uh, you know the agenda's there when <laughs> all people do is bring that up. And, and, and like I said, there hasn't been a peep about Drew Brees, uh, you know, and this happened six months ago. So, hey, Mike, what's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, yes, I'm still here. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no, all kidding aside, John, I thought you hit the nail on the head. And, um, Ian, you kind of touched upon this a little bit as well. You know, I'm not in that Belichick inner sanctum, but I have talked to people that are close to the team that are close to Bill. And I can tell you that the meetings that he's had with his players this year had a profound effect on him. Um, and it made him mm -hmm. see things in a different light. Now, does that change his opinion, his personal opinion of the president, uh, both as a president and as a human being? I definitely couldn't speak to that. I wouldn't even pretend to try. But one thing I can tell you is that he knows the pulse of that locker room. That is the most important thing and Ian and I talked about this before you joined us John Bill Belichick like you said knows the value of having and holding on to his locker room and he really does believe the things that he does it's not a situation where he's being coerced into something I think he I think he's cognitive of the pulse and the temperature of the nation I think that factored into his decision but he's not being coerced into this and I think a lot of people need to be reminded of that this is a guy that does dance to the beat of his own drum if he felt extremely strongly about it and really felt that this was an opportunity for him to do something big maybe he might have given it more consideration I think he mm -hmm. put the uh, I think he put the, uh, the the pulse of his players and the pulse of the team being able to to, like you said, recruit free agents, bring people in, 
that's something that Bill Belichick values above all else. It's always the team first. And that's exactly what he did last night. And that's exactly what I saw and read in that statement. So I do understand. I do believe that. Uh, John, I also uh, appreciate that uh, you'll be uh, rooting for the Buccaneers this weekend. Ian and I are definitely happy to hear that. And uh, I, for one, am looking forward to an, an Aaron and Tom showdown. And oh boy, I hope we get it. I really and truly hope we get it. Um, but uh, you're right not to sleep on the Rams. I've been doing some research on this team, uh, watching a lot of film. And this is a legit defense. Since they played the Patriots, I've really become more of a student of the way this Rams team plays defense. And boy, that's a tough unit. That is going to be a tough unit to crack. And fun fact, the amazing thing is the Jets say, beat oh. the Rams. Yeah. The Jets the Jets have their two wins over two playoff teams that won last week and the Rams and Cleveland Browns, which has got to be one of the oddities of, of 2020. I just think that, again, Aaron Donald uh, has – some issues with rib cartilage, which that's not going to be helpful for him, hopefully helpful for the Green Bay Packers. I I just don't think a team going from Southern California to Lambeau is that easy, although the Rams are a pretty physical team. So, you know, sometimes you look at a team, okay, they're a Southern California team. They're going to, you know, not be able to function in the cold weather. But, you know, again, the quarterback uh, disparity is great between Rodgers and and Jared Goff. The rest of the rosters, I would say the Rams probably have a better roster than Green Bay outside of the quarterbacks. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. And and look, I mean, uh, that that's that's the biggest factor. If Jared, even if Jared Goff was healthy, I think you obviously still lean towards the Packers. But there mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, you got to look at, at how the Rams have play, been playing in the most recent weeks, and and that's what alarms you if you're a Packers fan. So it worries mm-hmm. you. I don't want to say alarms because again, I still think despite all the advantages the Rams may have, I think the Packers should and will win this game. But it's not going to be a, a walk in the park. I mean, this team, uh, even with a limited Jared Goff, I, I think that the, the biggest, like you said, the biggest factor for them is, is and always will be their defense. And they do have talent on mm-hmm. the other side of the ball too. It's not like they're devoid of that. So, um, you know, if we, if we can, uh, uh, <laughs> if we, if we're lucky, that's what we're going to get though. We're going to get the bucks and the, um, bucks and the Packers and, um, yeah, it, it'll, it'll be good. And, uh, how, what's, what's the chance you give how how much of a chance, John? Do you give the Cleveland Browns after they embarrassed, to to my great joy, embarrassed the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, this past week? And how much of a chance do you give them against uh, Kansas City Chiefs and uh, according to some Jesus on the football field? <laughs> Jesus on the football field. Yeah. I like that. Actually, yeah. the oldest quarterback left in the AFC playoffs, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, which is another bad sign for the Patriots. Right, the four remaining quarterbacks in the AFC are all, you know, 25 and younger and the Patriots haven't solved that position, not even close to it yet. Look, if Patrick Mahomes throws four interceptions like Ben Roethlisberger and if the opening play of the game is a snap over Mahomes' head mm-hmm. and Mahomes decides not to dive on it and the Browns dive on it and score a touchdown six seconds into the game, then then they have a chance. The Browns can run the football and that, mm-hmm. that's going to be one way to try to keep Mahomes off the field which is all well and good, except we know how quick strike that the Kansas City Chiefs are. I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely blow them out because I think that that was like their Super Bowl beating the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know, they went into Pittsburgh, a place they never win. They beat the Steelers in the playoffs. They did it with, you know, Kevin Stefanski locked up in his basement like every other Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> and I think that, you know, they've they've done what they had to do. Not that they're going to show up and not compete against the Kansas City Chiefs, but I, I think the week off, for Kansas City helps. We know how Andy Reid is in terms of coming off of bye weeks. I would think Kansas City will roll in this. 
But again, if Cleveland establishes that run game and again, scores touchdowns, not field goals, then they do have a puncher's chance. And again, all these games, guys, come down to turnovers, right? I'm even thinking of the Packers and Rams turnovers. If the Packers win the turnover battle, which they generally do, they should be fine. The problem is if Aaron throws two interceptions, which can happen with Jalen Ramsey out there in the secondary and that really good pass rush. And if Goff takes care of the football, the Rams probably win that game. It it will come down to turnovers, and that's not really earth-shattering analysis. But I I think Kansas City should be fine against uh, the Cleveland Browns because I think it's going to be tough for Cleveland after back-to-back games against Pittsburgh to, you know, come back that third week and, and do it again. Although, you know, don't count them out. They're a talented team, but they do have deficiencies in that secondary that I think Mahomes will expose. Yeah, and that, that's that's the biggest thing is, like, we we saw uh, Pittsburgh. Now, again, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, certainly has talent on the offense. I mean, I, I, I think we can agree that the, the quarterback's probably I, – I think he's done. Uh, we, we saw a, a, a huge drop-off from his play the last – half of the season and and again mm-hmm. in the playoffs it was just it wasn't good uh so but they do have talent they do have receivers but obviously Kansas City's receivers and and skilled players are on a different level right now um and, and that that was the problem they were having was was keeping them in check especially after they jumped up 28 nothing and and yeah you can chalk that up to okay you go up 28 nothing naturally most teams are going to take their foot off the gas a little bit but Again, like you said, you can't, you can't do that against Kansas City. So, uh, do they have no. a chance? Sure. Um, do I think the Ravens had a much better chance of knocking them off? Absolutely. In fact, I probably mm-hmm. think the Ravens probably beat them if they play in the divisional round. Because for all the things uh, working in uh, the Chiefs' favor against the Chiefs, I think it's the exact opposite against the Ravens. And uh, that would have been a bad matchup for them. But uh, that that's not the case. They get to go to Buffalo. Yeah. Rematch. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I, I, think, I think you nailed it there. I think I, I still like I, we just had a little bit of a, a technical malfunction there. But I, I think that, you know, Baltimore is a team that's peaking at the right time. Uh, Lamar Jackson, what he does with his legs is incredible. Mm-hmm. He's getting better all the time as a, as a thrower of the football, except for that interception was a disaster. Uh, at the time, it looked like it was just going to, you know, snowball into mm-hmm. a Tennessee Titans win. And you look at the Titans defense being that bad and Baltimore only put 20 points on the board. You know, Buffalo's defense is not really all that great, but look, Josh Allen's playing at a high level. That probably is, you know, the two most interesting games this weekend will probably be Baltimore at Buffalo because you've got the two great young quarterbacks, different styles, um, you know, playing in Buffalo with a few fans there. It's going to be crazy. And obviously the Saints and Buccaneers, you know, match up number three of this season. So those are going to be fun games to watch. But I just want to bring up one more thing about Roethlisberger. Maybe hear from Mike on this. He's going to have to come back, though, right? Because if he he's going to have a $41 million cap hit against the Steelers, which is like 20% of the cap. Uh, so he may have to come back. And, and do you think he'll be a little better next year, a year after surgery? We hear that all the time, you know, when it comes to knees, that the, you know, the player the year after surgery is better. What about the quarterback having his elbow reconstructed? Maybe he's better next year and he goes out that way because I, I can't see him retiring turning down all that money and, and the Steelers probably going to try to coax him into playing because they're going to have to pay him and have a salary cap hit uh, to boot. 
Yeah, John, that's an excellent question. I've been getting that a little bit uh, with, uh, you know, between Locked On and people that, you know, following the Steelers. And for some reason, there's a synergy between some Steelers fans and Patriots fans that I had no idea was actually there until these last <laughs> couple of days. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, I'm thinking of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, cancel those reservations. That's what I think of when I think of the Steelers <laughs> and the Patriots fan right. base, at least in the modern era. But apparently there is still some, uh, uh, you know, deep rooted uh, fans up here in this region back when the Patriots were just also range you kind of had to have a backup team and i guess a lot of people utilized yep. the steelers in that fashion look 41.25 million dollars as a as a salary for next year for ben is just an enormous enormous number and this it, it's difficult for them to be able to get out from underneath it so you're absolutely right they're going to have to coax him back in and unless you know he decides to retire i mean that'd probably be the only scenario in which they'd be able to get any type of a relief from that and even then they're still going to be on the hook for a lot it's going to be interesting to see if he does come back if he's able to recapture some of that uh, ability that he showed in the early part of the season Ben looked pretty good to open the season and a lot of people were wondering you know well, well maybe he's motivated maybe he came back in and he's ready to go he started to break down toward the season's end and we saw basically a shell of what Ben Roethlisberger used to be uh, in this game and over the weekend I'm looking at him right now and saying if he does, I think it's going to be more of the same. I think Pittsburgh ultimately uh, would love to be able to you know, rid themselves and, and move in a different direction. But I think it's going to be hard to do this year. Uh, Pittsburgh faces an interesting offseason. Uh, they may have one of the more interesting uh, and intriguing uh, quarterback conundrums on their hands, maybe even more so than right up here in New England. So stay tuned. That's that's a good question. though. Yeah, and, and I uh, <clears throat> with Ben, I, I don't know if, if... – He's at a point in his career. I mean, we all know that he's not, you know, he's certainly not Tom Brady when it comes to taking care of yourself. Uh, and he, he, look, he's 38 years old. Uh, this isn't a guy who's 30 years old who can maybe come back. And I, I don't, I don't think it's going to get much better. I'm kind of with Mike here. Um, we saw him look really good at the beginning of the season. And then, you know, as is the case a lot with these older players, again, say for Tom Brady, the second half tends to be a, a, a bit of a drop-off because, well, you know, your mm -hmm. body's older, it starts to break down, and, and that energy you had at the beginning of the season just isn't there. You know, couple that with all the hits you take over the course of the season, and, you know, naturally you're going to fall off. And I think that's what we're seeing from Ben, not so much a struggle to get back from an injury. So we'll see. But, yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> $41 million. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a hefty, hefty... Uh, contract uh to uh be burdened with next year so uh if you're the Steelers if you're Ben well hey that's 41 million in the bank so um far less contentious today this was actually very pleasant it felt like we were just sitting around drinking tea you know being very respectful today and, and Mike got to speak maybe maybe there yeah, actually maybe that's the you know, reason I, Mike was involved so it was you know, far I wore, more I, I wore I wore the gi for nothing I was ready to yeah. you know, I was ready for the fight <laughs> I was ready for the big you know Mike you know, Mike yeah. you wear the gi every day don't lie <laughs> no, maybe I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't don't pretend like this is all, the only reason why you're wearing the mercy key. is for the weak yeah. man. Yeah. If this was the only reason, <laughs> you'd be taking it off after this, and I guarantee you, uh, when you go to have lunch today, you'll be wearing that key. So uh, tomorrow is Wednesday, uh, which means we're inching closer, ever so close to divisional round weekend, which should be a whole hell of a lot of fun. And yes, folks, next week perhaps. Uh, one way or the other, it will be um, 
it, it'll be a little bit more uh, uh, tense on the show with John, whether unless both <laughs> unless both the Bucks and the Packers lose, and then we might just talk about Seinfeld <laughs> and you know the greatest actor then and Daniel Day Lewis and all that. Maybe we'll do that yes. because at that point, what do we do? We we can't even insult each other <laughs> with with any so, sort of uh, energy. So. Um, so, folks, yeah, definitely tune in for that. Mike and I will be back tomorrow. We're going <clears> to <throat> really start to get into more of the uh, game action coming up this weekend. And, of course, for the rest of the week, we'll be doing that. And maybe we'll talk a little bit of hockey who uh, drops the puck here tomorrow night. Folks, that reminds me, if you're not already, go over to Full Press NHL at Full Press NHL on Twitter. And check out the pinned tweet. We're giving away a jersey for free. For free, folks. So just follow the instructions on the tweet, enter the contest, and we will announce a winner uh, tomorrow, thirteenth. So, right? Yeah, tomorrow's the thirteenth. I gotta, I gotta check my dates a little bit better. So until then, have a great day, folks. Stay tuned. Snowman in the morning's coming up later today. Dylan and Ross Safe Sports. We're gonna have a fun little bet going on with them because, as we know, Dylan and Ross, they're they're, they're Drew Brees fans. They're Saints fans. So uh, th- there's going to be a little fun interaction going on for the rest of the week between the two of us. And, um, you know, just anything to make them feel better knowing that this is the that last week that Drew Brees will ever play football. So, folks, have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.